Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Esther Miltiadis, who is an Alexander Technique teacher in North London, England. Uh, Mary, uh, sorry, Esther uh, has worked a lot with children in her teaching career, and she works uh, with Sue Mary, another Alexander Technique teacher in England, at the Educare Small School in Kingston. And she's also an assistant teacher for the Developing Self, a specialized postgraduate training course for Alexander teachers working in education. She also teaches one-on-one -on -one with adults and children in her private practice, and she gives workshops. Esther, welcome to the show. Thank you, Robert. It's lovely to be here with you. Well, it's a pleasure talking to you. I've seen a lot of material you've posted about your work with children. Yes. And um, I want to talk today about that work. But before we get into it, could you give our listeners a very short description or definition of the Alexander Technique? Lovely. Okay. So I've, I think... Alexander, teach, Alexander Technique teaches us the skills to respond to stimuli in a more coordinated, poised and considered way, which helps improve both physical and mental well-being. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and um, I mean, usually we think of poor habits of posture and movement being uh, something that adults deal with, but... Yeah. Uh, but um, I, I, from my experience, and I'm sure yours, that's that's not always just the case that children too can have developed some problems, right? Yeah, that's true. We yeah. often see uh, poor posture coming in sort of at the age of seven or so when children yeah. are sitting down more at school. School, Absolutely. school's the killer. Yes. Yeah. 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 So now you work uh, with Sue Mary, who is who's been working. I don't know her very well, but I know that she's spent years and years uh, working with children. And um, you work with her at the edu what's called the Educare Small School in Kingston. Yes. Could That's you right. say a little bit about how that school operates, what goes on? And who who comes to it and what you do in whatever order you'd like yes, <laughs> to yeah. cover that. Absolutely. Well, Educare has been uh, established for about 20 years now. It had its 20th anniversary last year. Uh -huh. And it was set up by uh, Liz Steinthal, a head teacher, and, uh, and with Sue Mary as well as an Alexander Technique teacher. And um, it's really got um, Alexander Technique at its heart. It's sort of built in to um, the daily and weekly life uh, at Educare. And it's part of the Educare philosophy is perfect the means and the end will take care of itself. So it's really looking at how we learn, how they do the things that they do and supporting the children so that they can really achieve their goals, but staying embodied at the same time. Could we just pause for a second here? Um, yeah. That ends and means. Um, maybe you could just elaborate on that a little bit for our listeners who are not familiar with that terminology. Perhaps, yeah. perhaps give an example of what you're talking about. 
Well, children often get very um, caught up with the goal, the sort of they need to write something and they lose themselves in that. They're just very focused on finishing a piece of work or um, doing whatever they've been asked to do. And they often lose their bodies within that. And they're, and they're also not taught how to be with the process of that learning. Mm-hmm. So the Alexander technique really helps them to firstly stay with their bodies while they're learning what they're learning and really look after themselves and also um, gives them the idea that the process is all part of it it's not just the end goal that's important it's how you do the things that you do and that's really that's really a core principle of the alexander technique in general right that absolutely it's what it's it's not so much what we do yeah let's put it this way i guess alexander teachers are not so much interested in what we do as how we do it absolutely because that's if we don't do things well we create all sorts of problems for ourselves our physical mechanism right Yes. And yes. another quick question before we go any further is the is the school the Educare Small School is it a full time alternative to a regular school and what age range of students? Um, yes. Go, yeah. Go there? It's a full time uh, school and it's kindergarten and primary school. So we take pupils from age uh, three through to eleven years old when they go oh. up to secondary school. And yes, it's Monday to Friday, um, full-time education. And there, it is a small school. <laughs> right. There's uh, approximately about 50 pupils in total. Um, and there's uh, that's sort of structured so that there's uh, about 16 or so pupils in kindergarten. And then the, there's key stage one, which is sort of five to seven-year-olds in one class and then key stage two in the um, slightly older class, sort of eight to 11-year-olds. And could you give an example, a specific example of how you bring Alexander principles uh, to bear on, let's say, a particular child or group while they're doing some other activity like drawing or writing or something like that yeah well um i mean we do do specific activities with individual children so they get um they get the opportunity to work with us Mm one-to-one and we often work with particular um sort of drawing drawing sort of exercises where they can do something in a very flowing way um with their pens but then they can uh, look after their bodies, be the boss of their bodies while they're doing that. And they learn the language that enables them to articulate what they're doing with their bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally within the classroom, I also sort of hover around with my lovely open hands and <laughs> I put hands on them while they're doing um, their work and just reminding them to come back to themselves every now and then. And we do the same with the teachers while they're teaching so that it's a whole a whole school activity. It's not just about the pupils. The teachers are embodying it, too. Mm-hmm. And again, for our listeners who may not be familiar with Alexander Technique teaching, could you say a little more about um, 
those lovely open hands what what is the what is the role of a teacher putting their hands on a student what's the purpose and how does it differ from something like massage or that sort yeah. of thing um they're sort of open receptive hands um soft and um and when we're working with children, it's quite minimal, the hands-on that we use. Mm -hmm. So they don't need a great deal of hands-on work. It's just a little help to remember the directions. So it tends to be a bit of a hand on the top of their heads to remember them, to remind them that they can float their heads up and also help them thinking about their shoulders being like runny custard. <laughs> That's how we describe it. So they're not scrunchy, they're soft, and my hands will be guiding them in that. So, uh, so, so yeah. you're, you're, um, you're teaching them Alexand what are called Alexander directions, and maybe it would be good to define that. And it sounds like you're teaching them uh, using a different vocabulary than you might use with adult students. So could you say a little bit about what directions are and some ex some more examples or some specific examples of those directions that that you find helpful for small children yeah um well they learn their directions initially through um wonderful stories that um sue mary has written about two characters digby down and terry tall <laughs> and they have their magic words so their magic words are which help them do everything much more easily they have to stop and they think about their heads being like a floaty balloon mm -hmm. and their shoulders are like runny custard mm -hmm. and their bodies are soft and tall and then once they've paused and thought about those directions then they can go off and, and do what they're doing and think about what they're up to as well as their bodies mm -hmm. so they're the main directions that we use and then we get them to understand that um what are the opposite of those things, having scrunchy shoulders or sort of uh, tall and hard bo bodies? When children overdo the directions mm -hmm. and think mm -hmm. they have to be tall, they're often really rigid and can't breathe. Um, and so we sort of um, encourage them to think of that being very soft, um, soft and tall, floaty mm -hmm. and gentle and lots of descriptive words that help them embody the Alexander technique, but are very child-friendly. Hmm. And um, do you encourage them to use those kinds of directions outside of the school situation as well? Yeah, um, we have, um, yes, indeed. They get to think of the Alexander technique as a sort of toolkit that they can carry anywhere with them. So, um, as well as working with them one-to-one -one on things like drawing or in PE or things like that. We have um, Alexander quiet time that we do after uh, lunch every day. And, um, and those sort of tools of calming themselves and thinking about stopping and pausing are all part of their toolkit that they're encouraged to use whenever and however they need them. So, yeah. And, and do you teach them constructive rest? Yes, yes. So maybe you could describe that a little bit again for our listeners who are not familiar with it. Well, all of the children in the school from three years old and upwards get the chance to have a lie down 
after um, after lunch. And for the very little ones, it is just literally lying down for 10 minutes and we're not too worried about how they do that. Mm-hmm. Um, although we do teach them semi-supine. So that's lying down with their backs and their heads resting on the floor, their legs bent and their soles of their feet on the floor and their hands just resting gently on their tummies. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and the, the older children um, get to do that for about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So we use a mixture of um, some brain gym um, positions, uh, first position hookup, mm-hmm. uh, which is slightly different than lying in constructive rest uh, mm-hmm. in semi-supine. And then they move to lying in semi-supine for um, half of the uh, half of the lie down. So, right. Yeah. And it might be useful just to tell our listeners that that position, constructive rest or semi-supine, however you want to call it, mm-hmm. is, um, and as you say, the, the key elements are firm surface, something under yeah. the head, knees elevated relative to the hips, that sort of thing, that that is a position that takes away as much compression from your body as pretty much is possible in a normal gravitational field it's a pretty powerful process it's yeah it's great it was one that really anyone could benefit from from using even even if they're not having alexander lessons but definitely i would imagine that teaching small children that is just incredibly useful i think it is um i think it's really useful that for them to have that skill of coming back to themselves and really um, <clears throat> resting and being quiet and being mindful of their bodies and just having that space, you know, mm-hmm. that really inner space to connect with themselves, um, which is often missing in their lives. You know, it's uh, they don't get a chance to uh, do that very often. And having worked at Educare, I sort of take it for granted that children can do it, but then going in, meeting other children or, or, or going into a different school that's not familiar with it, you suddenly realise that actually these children are really good at just being able to be still um, because they've practised it, because they've got those uh, skills that Alexander Technique has taught them over time. Right, and not being still by holding themselves rigidly, yes. but just being where they are yes. comfortably yeah so what do you see um as as the the kids progress through the the school do, do, because as you said earlier um usually by the age of seven or so most kids have already developed some pretty harmful habits that seem at least in part connected with their school experience which is not surprising in most cases because of the terrible furniture and backpacks and just everything about school, the way it's structured, uh, kind of conspires to make that happen. So what do you see with the kids that go through your school? Well, um what we notice the most is that they have these tools that they can come back to themselves. So 
Um, they're not little Alexandroids. They're not all sitting there absolutely perfectly upright. All Thank the time. goodness for that. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> they're moving and they're wriggling and they're, you know, scrunching sometimes. But when you remind them, when they come back, they have all that ability to, oh, yes, they can remember their floaty balloon heads. They can think about their runny custard shoulders and, and they know what they're doing with their bodies. They've got that conscious awareness, that choice available to them mm-hmm. about how to use themselves with more poise and less tension and, and how to relieve the tension if they have been working sort of with less than perfect posture for a while. Right. So I think it's an empowering thing. It's, it's uh, yeah, it gives them that choice to choose something that's healthier for themselves. And um, I think that's what's missing for an awful lot of kids, not to mention adults, the ability to actually make a choice in that yes. area. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So uh, is there anything else about uh, the, your work at the school that you'd like to uh, mention before we come to an end? Well, I could I could say a little bit more of the the structure of the day that's sure. very particular mm-hmm. to Educare. Sure. I mean, it, it um, every day whether there's an Alexander Technique teacher there or not, we start with a movement circle, which is uh, sort of unique to Educare, and they do. Um, movements that uh, where they're thinking about their Alexander directions and being aware of their bodies and how they're doing them and they're there to help them sort of energize themselves and then focus in so that they're ready to start the day so that's a really lovely way that Educare starts and really the moment they come in through oh even going back before that actually before the children come into the classroom or come into the school, they stop and a teacher puts hands on their uh, fronts and backs. So there's that moment of stopping and pausing and thinking about themselves before they even come into Educare mm-hmm. and start with the movement circle. So that's that's really lovely. And then obviously they get um, work with Alexander teachers on a regular basis um, in groups and that's partly storytelling or drawing or PE or anatomy just depending on what we want to do with them and what's most important for them at that time and then they have um, they have their um, quiet time after lunch which mm-hmm. I think really helps refocus them after lunch time and playing out and being high energy and mm-hmm. then they focus back into their work again mm-hmm. and and from a teacher's perspective the teachers get regular lessons with us too now mm-hmm. so um, and we're really working with um, setting up transitions and we have a checklist um, on the walls around the school to encourage uh, the children and the teachers to think about coming back to themselves and pausing and thinking about um, Alexander technique um, at regular intervals. Mm. So we're, we're going to have another interview about just generally the Alexander technique in children. But it's from your description of the school, it sounds like Alexander's dream because that this, is, this is what he what he wanted more than yes. anything else. Yeah, and we'll talk about that in a second interview more. 
so maybe this is a good time to bring this interview to a close. Um, my guest today has been Esther Miltiadis, a an Alexander Technique teacher in North London. She works at the Educare Small School in Kingston, and she's the assistant an assistant teacher for the Developing Self, a specialized postgraduate training course for Alexander teachers. Um, that's oriented to helping them work with with children. Um, I will put a link to Esther's website by the interview if you're in the London area and you um, want to connect with her. You can do that through her site. I'll also put a link to a site that provides more information about the technique and will enable you to find a teacher anywhere in the world. Um, Esther, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you too for, for inviting me to be part of it. That's great. Thank you.